The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bramigos. It's your boy, Above the Dave. Welcome to another episode of The Lot Scene Podcast. It is episode 12, and, and today I am going to be presenting what I believe to be the top 10 studio jam band tracks of all time. Then we are going to sit down and talk with Johnny R. Good, the lighting guy for the Disco Biscuits. And after that, we're going to be speaking with Vicky, a hula hooper who's often at shows hula hooping away. And lastly, we are going to be speaking with Gene Ween, who is coming on the podcast to debut a brand new Ween song. So could not be more freaking pumped to get brown. So put on your crocs and pull out your cocks. It's another episode of The Lot Scene. Welcome, welcome, and let's jump right into it. Yes, I am going to give you 10 studio versions of songs that I think are the 10 greatest jam band studio efforts of all time. So I got 10. I don't think they are in any particular order. And I just want to say up top that there are so many jam bands that obviously don't make this list um so many big ones this is a bit of a tough genre to successfully represent all of the different acts that exist within it in this particular category there are mostly bands on here that i really like but there are a few bands on here that i'm not even the biggest fan of but yet they made my top 10. That is because those few bands that I'm not fans of, they have gotten my attention with one song. A song that I couldn't deny was an incredibly produced, incredible song that spoke to me and has made its way onto my top 10. So I tried to make a decision on with some of these bands on what I truly thought was just the most impressive studio track that that band offered. So let's jump into it. And I'm going to start with the most obvious. Of course, you're just thinking, is this asshat going to put a Disco Biscuits song in the top 10? Of course he is. But I mean, obviously, that just immediately, immediately makes this bogus, right? Eee, go fuck yourself. Uh, yes, I'm going to start with the Disco Biscuits. Let's just get it out of the way. Um, and for the Disco Biscuits song, I am going to be picking Home Again from the album They Miss the Perfume, which I 
think is just the most original studio album the Disco Biscuits have to offer. It doesn't even completely really or fairly represent what you're even going to be seeing when you see this band live, but that's what I like about it. I like that it sounds different and it was very well received. Home Again in particular, it's not even in my top 50 Disco Biscuit songs that I love. I do love it though, but I love this studio version. I've played it so many times. It's so great to just crank up and drive to. Home Again from the Disco Biscuits is going to be at the 10 spot. At the 9 spot, I have Brothers Past, Simple Gift of Man. This song is from the album This Feeling's Called Goodbye, which isn't even my favorite Brothers Past album. I actually loved their very, very first album called Elements from 2001, which they don't even have on their Spotify or anywhere online to stream. Heady points for me for even knowing it exists, right? But uh, if you can get your hands on Elements, it's uh, such a great album. But really, when you compare Brothers Past to pretty much all other jam bands, I mean, their studio albums are just way better than your average jam band. And... I don't I think I'm I think I've seen Brothers Pass maybe like one time, two times, maybe not even the biggest fan of them, but I got to give it up. Their production on their albums is, uh, was always fantastic and Simple Gift of Man is the epitome of that. It's got so much going on. It takes you on a wild ride, ups and downs, and when it's all done, you like you're exhausted and you're thrilled and you kind of want to just go do it again. For the number 8 spot, I'm picking Fish. And I'm picking Gaiuti from Story of the Ghost. It's so hard to pick the greatest Fish studio track. On one hand, they're the most popular ones. There's Free, there's Bouncing Around the Room, there's Farmhouse. And I'm not going to pick any of those for a lot of reasons. But I'm trying to think, like, what is the one track that Fish I heard from Fish that just left my jaw on the floor? And I, both in the magnitude of the song itself in the power of the production of that song and you know there's a few songs i was debating you know maze from rift you know i even thought of esther but i'll put those as honorable mentions i'm going with gaiuti from story of the ghost not even my favorite fish album that goes to billy breathes the album before it which i think is the best produced front to back album of fish's career but gaiuti if i'm being honest I know where I was when I heard it. I know exactly how I felt when I heard that song. Just being absolutely floored by just the, again, the magnitude of what I just took in. And I think that's ultimately what's going to make it onto this list for me. So that's my fish pick. Uh, I'm not doing any duplicates. There's only going to be one studio track per band. There's no band is, is going to be on this twice. So that is my pick for fish. And, and and I know it's a kind of an odd choice because I'm not even a, a diehard Gaiuti person. I don't know anyone, maybe, that's just a thousand percent Gaiuti. We're all for it, but not like like that. I just, I don't know, do you know where you were when you first heard Gaiuti off the of Story of the Ghost? Maybe that was something for you, too. Okay, moving on. Number seven, Rusted Root, Send Me on My Way. Rusted Root, we're a jam band. They're not around anymore, but they were kind of hot for a minute there. I mean, they really hot. Like, they kind of exploded. It, this is one of the songs on this list that is a crossover. Like, it's a jam band song, 
And it's also, but it's also like a pop song that if you played for a lot of people, it would take them back to some point in the 90s. You just play that opening riff, Send Me On My Way. I mean, how many car commercials have used it? Um, not that that would be a reason to pick this list. Actually, just generally, I think it was the type of song that also, as a teenager, it, uh, it spoke to me. I bought the album. It was incredible from front to back. And I became a fan and bought more albums. And it started with this song. And I think it's incredibly unique. There's no one else who could pull it off. And that album was geniusly produced. So that number seven, go to Rusted Root. Send me on my way. Number six, Grateful Dead, Unbroken Chain from Mars Hotel. Again, no, I, I know exactly where I was when I heard it. Absolutely floored. There are so many elements to this little production notes that just make this one sing. It just, it touches you when you hear the song. Just put on some headphones, Unbroken Chain. Mars Hotel, also one of the best Grateful Dead albums. I will say that's one of my favorite Grateful Dead albums. And it is hard to pick a Grateful Dead studio song. But ultimately, I'm going with Unbroken Chain. If you haven't heard the studio version, go listen to it. If you've not, never listened to Mars Hotel, do yourself a favor. But this one is just such a gem. And I know the Grateful Dead never consider themselves to be whizzes in the studio, but this one says different. All right. So number five, Dave Matthews Band, Two Step. Yeah, I want Dave Matthews Band because while, again, I may not be the biggest Dave Matthews fan for a period I was, when you grow up in Connecticut in the 90s, you don't really have a choice. Uh, you have to be a Dave Matthews fan. I went to a few Meadows shows. Didn't go to the ones where they started a riot, if you guys remember those. Wasn't at the ones with the fires and the riots, but that was my home base for DMB back in the 90s. So I wasn't too surprised. I can say that uh, the scene typically was medieval. Uh, <laughs> it was primal out in the lawn of the Meadows back in Dave Matthews concert time. But I'll say this. The same producer who produced Billy Breathes for Fish produced Crash for Dave Matthews Band, and that is Steve Lillywhite. You probably know this. Steve Lillywhite is, in my opinion, just the greatest thing to happen to jam bands in the studio. And it's mostly really because of Billy Breathes and Crash. I think those are two of just the best produced albums, and they were in a very close to each other. I don't know if he did them back to back, but I mean, he was peaking. I don't know what was happening at that time, but Crash is so good. It's hard to even which song to pick because you could say Crash itself, the Crash into me is, is the song to pick because it, it exploded. But uh, that's not what this list is about. This list is selfishly just uh, songs that I believe are really like the most outstanding thing, you know, from the band. And Two Step is just one of those songs where it is undoubtedly Dave Matthews Band. There's no way around it. There's no one else is going to do anything close to that. And it sucks you in. And it's really like dramatic almost sounding. And just it's like an epic voyage. And this was tough for me. It was tough to pick what song from this album, surprisingly. Proudest Monkey, the very last track. It's always hard to pick the last track of an album to be what you would consider one of the top songs ever from a band, but really Proudest Monkey, the very last song, Lionel Graves. There's a bunch of great songs from this. If I'm going to pick a Dave Matthews song, it's, it's coming from this album. But I'm picking Two Step because I think that it 
really is the kind of song that uh, that just sucks you in and takes you on a journey. And it is a, just a standout type of track that few jam bands have been able to hit quite that level in, in a song. So that is that. Let's uh, keep it moving. At the four spot, uh, I'm picking Ween, exactly where I'm at from the album White Pepper, an incredible album. And exactly where I'm at is the opening track, which I think it's one of the greatest opening tracks of any album. It just punches you in the face, kicks you in the balls and says, you're coming with us. Here we go. It's just fantastically produced like there are some albums that just have that incredible opening track and then the album after it absolutely delivers like i think of my morning jacket wordless chorus like that opening track is just so incredible and then it just that whole album z delivers i almost was like should i put that on this list and my morning jacket have made it quite clear that they don't want to be labeled as jam bands so they would be on here probably that song would be on here if they were considered a jam band, but uh, I guess they aren't. Ween, Ween's also probably like, wait, we're a jam band? I don't even understand. Because Ween, uh, really, their legacy is in their studio albums. There is no better jam band, possibly, that's had a better run of just incredible studio album after incredible studio album. Like, the run that Ween has is, I think, better than anybody. Like, they are legendary, epic classics. And they have so many back-to-back-to-back-to-back. There's no other jam band, I I think, that comes close to Ween. And yet they're in this genre that's about the live performance. But I really do think their legacy is is what they leave behind in the studio world. And so Ween is an incredibly hard jam band to pick a studio track from. There's so many good ones. I wanted to say Buckingham Green. I wanted to say, from my favorite album, The Mollusk, I wanted to say Mutilated Lips, which is probably my favorite song. But I'm picking exactly where I'm at, because when I listen back to some of those songs, while they were undeniably ween, the production, just like I said, it's like a smack in the face from Will Smith at Oscar night. It's just, here we fucking go. There's just something about exactly where I'm at that I just, my mind kept going back to and going back to because it made such initial impression on me and every time I revisit that song I'm just I'm taken to a distant place and everything is great and that one has to go on there for me and White Pepper what a great album so that is going to be the four pick number three this band not even really a fan can't even tell you what album this song is from but I know that when I think of excellent jam band songs I had to put this one on here it has made its way into my earbuds so many times. Uh, it comes on uh, on so many Pandora stations that I follow and has been put on so many playlists and mixes. It just keeps crossing my path over and over again. And I fell in love with it way back in the day and, and listened to it plenty of times on my own. But even if I just listened to it one time, I still would have been subjected to hearing it another 300 times just because it keeps coming back around because it really is that good. And it kind of separates itself almost from a, a jam band song and it almost veers into a different territory. And I think it has drawn in a lot of fans for this band and has really, I mean, everybody seems to dig this song. And that's spiritualize by lotus just a home run 
of a studio track. Like it just puts you in the greatest mood. It's a pretty long track. Like it takes you definitely on a on a bit of a journey too. I mean, most of these are probably relatively long songs, but Spiritualize, yeah, it's just incredible production, incredible song. I still run into it from time to time. It just appears. I just I can't escape it. And I don't want to. Every time I've heard it so many times and I still every time I hear it, I go, man, this this one fucking this one grooves. This is just I, I don't even know their work. Don't know what album it's from. This is this track out of all of them. I know the least about, as you can tell, uh, but it's on this list. I think it has to be for me. Next, I'm just going to move right along. Next, number two, giving it to some OGs here. The Allman Brothers, Jessica, from the album Brothers and Sisters. Jessica, man, what a profound song. I don't know if there's been a more profound song for me in my love of jam bands. This was the song that threw me threw me into just a binge of Allman Brothers. This is pre-fish for me. This is... 14 15 years old hearing the song Jessica coming home from camp in a in a in a van with a bunch of hippie camp counselors blasting it i think on the day that Jerry Garcia died we were coming back from camp in 1995 and i heard this song and uh, that Christmas, I got uh, an Allman Brothers live album, the second set, which had Jessica, a live version of Jessica, on it. And then that next year, I I, uh, I then went out and bought 21 more Allman Brothers albums and saw them many, many times at Jones Beach and uh, just began my love affair with jam band music and jam music and guitar rock. So Allman Brothers, Jessica, I think it's a studio song that never gets old, feels live. Every note is perfect. Every guitar lick is perfect. Every transition from guitar to piano, every note is just like, what am I listening to? This is just like next level jam banding. Like what? I'm just amazed. I'm still amazed every time I hear that song. I know it so well, note for note that I have performed air guitar and air piano versions of that song to my friends when we get all stoned. I need to do that again. All right, let's wrap it up. Last one. You put a list together of of jam rock, and you don't put these guys. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Pink Floyd, arguably number one. What do you pick? Is there anything harder than trying to pick the best Pink Floyd song? It's like if someone brought that up at a party, you'd just be like, let's not do this. Like, what what are we doing? How are we going to do that? Yeah, it's hard. Uh, I'm picking money. I think money is timeless. It's just iconic. It's an iconic song. Everything about it, the way it starts, the guitar riffs, the saxophone, every single lyric. And of course, you can't deny the production of Dark Side of the Moon and, and anything really Floyd did in that time frame. You have to put Pink Floyd in the top 10, right? So I'm picking money. I think money just, it always delivers. I know I like other, so many other Pink Floyd songs, but like we all do. Like I want, yeah, Shine On You Crazy Diamond or Run Like Hell or, but I I feel like money is, it's the song on here maybe more than anything that is just the most universal song that you could play for anybody. And there's a good chance that they know of that song and, and maybe they even know that it's a Pink Floyd song. Uh, I don't know if that works for any other band on this list. Now that I'm looking at it, no, it doesn't. There's only one. But I'm putting my money on money as my number one pick. And that'll do it, guys. That's it. And uh, But let's get this show on the road because 
I got some good people I want to talk to today. This first guest, very excited to have him on the podcast. He does the lights for my favorite band, and I've always wanted to talk to him. I've never gotten a chance to. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's just bring him on out here. Mr. Johnny R. Good, everybody. Well, Johnny, pleasure to meet you. Whoa! Lasers! Oh, oh my god! Boom! Lasers! Okay. 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 Whoa! Okay. Hey! 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 Lasers here! Lasers there! Whoa! Lasers Johnny, Johnny! Oh, Johnny, Johnny, hey, hey, my buddy, hey, hey, why don't, you, why don't you just take a seat? No no need to be shooting lasers everywhere, just, just, let's just talk, let's just take a, just, let's just breathe, okay, just relax, just, we all good, we okay? Yes, yes, well, good, 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 Johnny, good, just relax. Okay, okay, so I'm just gonna ask you a question, okay? Okay, okay. When did you start lighting for the Disco well, Biscuits? See, I, I started... Uh, lighting for the, di- the disco blade. Johnny, oh, oh my god, Johnny, oh, Johnny, Johnny, somebody, guys, run for, run for cover, Johnny, Johnny, oh my god, whoa, oh my god, is she okay? Johnny, come on, man, come dude, relax. Dude, relax. It was just a. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, dude. Just, just breathe. Hey, hey, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, good boy, good boy, good boy, Johnny. Hey, 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 Johnny, hey, Johnny, Johnny. Come on. Hey, hey, come on, buddy. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Hey. See, it's okay. It's all right. Just asking a couple of questions, right? We just. Just relax. We don't need to be shooting lasers all the time, right? Sometimes it's time to just keep it down and mellow and, and keep it chill and nice and relaxed like this. A, you know, it doesn't need to be all just blasting lasers in everybody's face all the time, right? Let's, let's try another. Johnny, let's try another question, okay? So, Johnny, when you're doing lasers, like this. <laughs> laser, 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 laser. Lasers everywhere. Oh my god. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh my god. Johnny has just blasted himself out of this podcast studio in an explosion of lasers, and he's just gone straight through our roof. Is everybody okay? No, just some mild, mild strokes. The lasers will do that to you sometimes. You know, the guy likes lasers. We know that. Well, everybody, that was Johnny R. Good. Johnny died for the disco biscuit. So, I think he's all right. That was quite the exit. So, hopefully he's okay. You've probably seen our next guest at a show. She's always up in the 300 section or maybe in the lobby or by the concessions, somewhere where she has a little more room. And that's because our next guest is a hooper. She's a hula hooper. And she takes it very, very seriously. And we're going to get to talk to her right now. So let's bring out Vicky the hula hooper. Vicky. Pleasure having you here on the podcast. What? 
No, I don't listen to Outcast. No, I said it. It said good. To, I said good to have you on the podcast. Wait, you mean Todd Glass, the comedian? No, not Todd Glass. D. I said podcast. Why are you screaming? We're not at a concert right now. You're a guest on my podcast. Are you saying that I'm modest? All right, I'm just gonna get to the next. Next, I don't know why I'm screaming. You're, I'm just gonna get to the next question, Vicky. So, uh, so, so, what shows are you doing this summer? What, what shows? What? So, so what shows are you doing this summer? Did you say what clothes am I wearing under? No, I said what shows are you doing this summer? Oh, I mean, um, I'm doing a lot of shows. Me and, me and all the Hoopers, we're going out uh, and we're doing all pretty much all fish tour. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So how long have you been hooping? Pooping? I've been pooping my whole life. No, no, not pooping, hooping. How long have you been hooping? Oh, hooping, yeah, my, pretty much my whole life. Okay, uh... What band do you, do you like to hoop to the most? No, I'm from Colorado. What? No, I asked you what band you like to hoop to the most. Oh, no, I thought you said I'm from the coast, but no, I'm from Denver. I live in Denver. Okay. Right, do you live in Denver? No, I'm in California. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, oh, yeah? All right, guys, we're going to need to really turn it up. This tweezer's going into type two, and we got to work it. Keep up the energy, everybody. Keep it up. Who are you talking to? We got to push. I'm wearing earbuds. Can, oh, you are wearing earbuds. Who are you, you're talking to other people? I'm talking to the other hoopers. We're competing on our Fitbits. I always thought you hula hoopers were just kind of spaced out, just kind of doing it for the art or you're on drugs or something. Oh, no. Hula hoopers? Yeah, we're really, really competitive. Yeah. I'm, we're all trying to burn 7,000 calories right now, so we're doing the entire... Yeah, but you're not at a concert right now, so... Why would I have your mom's shirt? No, I said you're not at a concert. Oh, yeah, no, we're all couch touring. Oh, shit. You're watching a couch tour on your, on your phone. Yeah, hula hoopers, when we couch tour, we still hoop, but we do it in our living room. So since I can't do it in my living room, I'm doing this. I have to, I have to keep going. But all my other people I'm competing with right now, they're all at their homes just couch touring. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, if you're a hula hooper and you're couch touring, you're probably just, probably just hula hooping at home, huh? No, I don't want a bone. No, I said hooping at home. Yeah, who doesn't poop at home? So what is the longest you've ever hooped? What? What is the longest hoop? Like, how long have you hooped consecutively for? I hooped all of Big Cypress. Don't wait. The whole Big Cypress? The entire festival? The entire festival, yeah. I never stopped. Damn, even the sunrise set? Yeah. I didn't stop hooping until we got in the car and left. Vicky, you are always up in the highest section. Really the worst seats of the arena every time I, I catch one of you hula hoopers. And I'm kind of like, that's cool. You got all this room to hoop and dance and stuff. But like, let's be honest, like you're pretty high up. Like you're getting kind of the worst sound. Like, don't you as a hula hooper just like sometimes you just want to like be on the floor? Why would I pee on the floor? I use toilets. No. Do you ever want to be on the floor? Yeah. I've eaten a beat before. Oh, okay. So do you have like a job? Yeah, I'm a bud tender. You're a bud tender. Yeah, I'm a bud tender. You should come by my spot sometime. I'll hook you up. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll do that next time. In, I'm in. I'm in Denver. So, so Vicky, what's your favorite fish song to hula hoop to? I love a nice long tube. Oh man, who doesn't? You don't? No, I said who doesn't? Who fish does it? Fish is the one that plays that song. Yeah, I know. It, I I know fish does it. So do people like mess with you a lot up when you're when you're hula hooping? What? Do do people mess with you? Did you just say I want to have sex with you? No, I said do people mess with you? Oh, too bad. Oh, you wanted you wanted me to say that? But are are you single? What? Are you are you single? Hold on. 
Guys, we really got to push. This is going to be a 35 plus minute tweezer, everybody. Let's work it. What were you saying? What are you, what are you doing after this? Vicky, you want, you want to get some coffee? What? Do you want to get a coffee? What's a softie? No, do you want to get a coffee? What are you saying? I'm saying I want to have sex with you. You want to get a coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to get a coffee after this? Yeah, I can get a coffee with you after this. Oh, wait. Oh my God, Charlotte just took the lead. I can't have it. I can't. I gotta go. I gotta hoop more. I gotta go. Come by my dispensary sometime above the Dave. I'd like to do that, but but it's pretty far. Did you just say you can't get hard? No, I said it's pretty far. Oh my God, you can't get hard? Oh, that's too bad. I thought you were cute. Oh, you thought I was cute? Gotta go. Bye. <sighs> well, that was Vicky the Hula Hoop Girl, everybody. She was kind of sexy. All right, I'm going to bring on our final guest of the day. This man is a musical genius. Uh, There's just no way around it. He has made so many incredible songs for so long that just touch on every single genre, but yet always making it his own and always making it his band's unique flavor that is Ween. And there are very few bands that can boast a catalog like Ween. And I am so honored that he is coming on the podcast here to play us a brand new song from Ween. Let's bring him out here, everybody. It's Gene Ween. Gene, it is an absolute honor to have you here on my podcast. It is I, and I am him. Gene Wayne. Gene, I have been listening to you since, man, I was probably about 16 years old and I first heard the classic album that is The Mollusk. And I still go back to it time and time again, as I do with so many of your albums. Do you consider yourself a rock god? Do I consider myself a god? Well, it depends whose eye is looking and who is the bearer from within. Oh, man, everything you say is just poetry to me, Gene. Frassy, frassy, latsy. <laughs> now, Gene, I know you're you're popping in here today with new ween music, which is so exciting. And we're going to get to that in a second. But, I mean, I've always talked to people about this, and I just want to know your opinion. What is, in your opinion, the greatest Ween album? Well, they're all so different. Yet they're all so wonderful in their own ways. It's hard to choose. On one hand, I like when it gets brown. But on the other, I can't deny when it gets psychedelic and weird. So I guess, for me, I've always been a fan of the mollusk. Oh, dude, that's what I'm saying, right? The mollusk. The mollusk. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's so good. Just uh, every song is so good. I mean, my favorite song is Mutilated Lips. 
Can you can you can you just give me a little bit of mutilated lips for me, Jeannie Ween? Mutilated lips give a kiss on the wrist of the worm-like tips of tentacles expanding in my mind. I'm fine accepting only fresh prime. You can get another drop of this, yeah, you wish. <laughs> Honestly, that just made my life right there, Gene. Ooh, goody. <laughs> yes. Well, Gene, I know you got a brand new Ween song. Uh, what's what's the name of this new Ween song you're about to drop on us? It's called Echo Eho. Oh, Echo Eho. Okay, it's like Spanish. Or... It's got a little Spanish in it. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Uh... So I guess we should just get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new Ween song. It's called H-O-E-Ho, and it's a debut here right on the Lot Scene Podcast. Let's, let's, let's play it. H-O-E-Ho, you done, son. You shot for the moon, but you hit the sun. People always said that you would not go far. H-O-E-O, your gunshot. You tell the people where you're from. And everyone turned their back in such disgust. H-O-E-O, you dancing. You move too fast, you're not the one Everyone saw that you would walk away H-O-E-O, you're done, son And everyone knows that you can't become All I know is what I've seen this day
Wow, that was an incredible Ween song. Wow. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. Gene Ween, thank you so much for coming by here and talking and playing us that brand new, amazing Ween song. I hope there's many more new Ween songs in our future, too. Well, you can never be a teacher. Well, you should definitely come back on the podcast very soon, Gene. We'd love to talk more with you. Thanks so much again for coming by the, the podcast today. Buenos tardes. Bramigos. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Gene. Gene Ween, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for episode 12 of the Latin Podcast. So I'm going to give my thanks and, well, wishes to Johnny R. Good. I hope that guy's okay. Also, I want to thank Vicky the Hula Hoop Girl for dropping by. And lastly, big thanks to Gene Ween for coming into the studio today. Well, next week, everybody, we're going to be talking about Pink Floyd. That's right. I got some opinions. Want to share them. Then we're getting a a drop-in from Ned Newberg. That's right. He is returning. He has seen some shows, and he wants to tell us all about it. Also, we're going to be talking on the phone once again with Lisa, the wife of a fish fan. That's right. She's calling back in. And she's going to be giving us summer tour tips. That's right. So you can't miss that. Also, David Gilmore and Roger Waters are going to be coming into the studio to talk and hopefully make amends. This and a lot more next week on The Lot Scene. Scene.